Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 567 for January 4 through 10, 2021. This week's highlight is a semi-square between Jupiter and Neptune that lasts almost a month and a half. This minor hard aspect contains a wealth of both challenging and flowing possibilities. Mercury aspects four significant planets, Juno quincunx is Uranus, and we have a harmonious Venus-Mars sextile. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes detailed chart graphics, which you can also see in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. This Week in Astrology is honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you have not already done so, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. What's old? We've got a waning moon and Uranus is retrograde through January 14. And we've still got that grand cross going through March 18 with Vesta, Neptune, and the lunar nodes. What's new? On Monday, January 4th, Jupiter and Neptune form a semi-square. Jupiter's at 4 Aquarius and Neptune is at 19 Pisces on January 4th. It's in orb for five and a half weeks. Uh, It got into orb on December 15 last year and will be in orb through January 23rd. This is not as powerful as the Jupiter-Neptune sextile that lasted through almost all of 2020, but this minor hard aspect still opens the door to numerous possibilities. My colleague, Ren Butler, describes the potentials of Jupiter-Neptune aspects in his extraordinary book, The Archetypal Universe, Astrological Patterns in Human Culture, Thought, Emotion, and Dreams, with his permission and because he breaks down the archetypal possibilities so expertly. I give you some of his Jupiter-Neptune descriptions from The Archetypal Universe. Shadow Qualities Over-optimism in rose-colored glasses, spaced-out impractical idealism, New Age naivete and gullibility, blurred distinctions and belief in anything, overextension, excessive generosity, unwise financial speculation, illusions of easy material return, mirages of a glorious prosperity, fool's gold, self-indulgence and laziness combined with high expectations, excessive ritual trappings and ceremony in religion, spiritual materialism, wholesale illusions and projections, esoteric pretensions, psychic inflation and grandiosity. It's a lot of stuff that could be challenging, but you know what? Even with a minor heart aspect, there's many flowing possibilities. And these include feelings of faith and wonder, grand ideals and vision, heightened intuition, exalted dreams, expansive inner life, outpourings of creative expression, dream come true optimism, a feeling of being buoyed or lifted from within, blissful states of cosmic unity, reconnection with divine consciousness, tolerance and forgiveness, altruism and generosity, broad-ranging kindness and compassion, transcendence of factionalism, human compassion, transcending creed or affiliation, authentic spiritual institutions, the humanitarian safety net, all-encompassing shifts of vision, the revisioning and re-enchantment of a culture, consciousness expanding everywhere, sacred wonders and pilgrimages, mystical or spiritual education. Keep your focus on these flowing possibilities so this Jupiter-Neptune semi-square can make your life more magical. 
Also here on Monday, January 4th, we have some bonus aspects starting with Mercury Quintal Chiron. That's Mercury at 23 Capricorn and Chiron at five Aries. Also Mercury conjunct Pluto at 24 Capricorn. Let's take those as a pair. Obviously of the two, the Mercury-Pluto conjunction is much more powerful. Uh, Pluto, of course, is the shadow work guy. He says, let's go into the depths of the unconscious and bring up whatever needs to be healed. Uh, Chiron, which Mercury is quintile, is the wounded healer archetype. So put these two together. I'd say the odds of uh, being faced with shadow work are pretty good. Now, since Mercury is the mind, it says how you approach it, your concept of it, your technique of working with it becomes really important. Um, as always, I'm recommending my healing invocation, which I'll link to in the show notes, uh, because I've experienced now for years, as have literally thousands of people who've used this tool, that you can just literally call in healing from your higher self by saying maximum healing that serves highest good, please, and relaxing into just passive, gentle awareness of wherever the challenge is, and the divine stirs it up and flushes it out. And uh, that link will take you to my six-part free invocation masterclass that'll teach you that invocation and one other really awesome invocation too. So now that would be a likely scenario of Mercury, Quintal, Chiron, and conjunct Pluto shadow work um, also, but let's say, how else could this go? Chiron on the more friendly, happy side, you might say, is the healer and the mentor. And that could be you, a quintile, which Mercury's making to Chiron is that magical fairy dust kind of connection. Pluto says, I can bring powerful, potent transformation, no holds barred. So if you are one who's bringing healing or mentoring, this uh, double Mercury could really fire that up beautifully. Uh, Mercury is also just learning and communication broadly. So you could be passionately diving into a subject and really going deep. Mercury is in Capricorn right now. So uh, persistence and sticking with things is really powerful. And of course, practical, helpful information, not just abstract, you know, theoretical stuff. But Mercury says, let's find, well, I'm in Capricorn, something that really is juicy and practical and can make a difference in the physical world. So there's some thoughts on Mercury, Quintal, Chiron, and Conjunct Pluto. We don't have another major astrology aspect till Friday, January 8th. Uh, bonus aspect, Sun sextile Neptune. Sun is at 19 Capricorn, Neptune's at 19 Pisces. Always a lovely connection. The Sun will represent the core of your identity or your vitality. Neptune represents spiritual awakening, inspired creativity. Sextile is a harmonious, strong aspect, kind of like rapids flowing smoothly down the river. And this says this can all connect really beautifully. So a uh, sun Neptune sextile is really good for going deeper into spiritual awakening or any kind of spiritual experience. It's really great for getting inspired creativity. If you're an artist or in the creative fields of any kind, you may find that your inspiration is stronger during the days around the sun Neptune sextile, but you know what? It can be practical inspiration and you may just get ideas downloading that have to do with just what I call practical creativity. It doesn't have to do with like paint on a canvas or, or a music making, a musician making notes, for example. It's just, wow, just all kinds of creative ideas in my daily normal life. This is also really good for law of attraction because the sun's in Capricorn. Uh, Capricorn combined with Neptune is a magical law of attraction setup because Neptune says when used actively by the human, I visualize, I imagine Capricorn says I bring it into physical manifestation. So if you want to do law of attraction work, then a uh, really great time to do this. In fact, I'll link to my favorite law of attraction book in the show notes. Um, another way you could use this wonderfully is embodied awakening. Uh, 
anything that supports law of attraction will also support this because the archetypes are so similar. In this case, Neptune represents your divine consciousness. Capricorn says, you know, firmly seated and grounded into your human experience. So some cool ways to use a Sun-Neptune sextile. Also on Friday, January 8th, Uranus quincunxes Juno. But to put it in perspective, I need to start with another Juno aspect that happened on January 3rd. Harmonious mentoring and healing within a committed partnership, as well as breakthroughs in these areas, are supported by these two persistent Juno aspects that overlap. The longer lasting aspect is that Chiron-Juno trine with Chiron at five Aries and Juno at five Sagittarius. It was exact on January 3rd, but in orb December 3rd of last year through February 13th of this year. A trine facilitates smooth, easy connection. This makes it more likely that Chiron's more harmonious expressions, healing and mentoring, will manifest. Since Juno represents committed partnership, this is where the healing and mentoring will show up. A committed partnership could be romantic, but could also appear in a platonic friendship or business relationship. Even in a trine aspect, Chiron can represent old wounds and traumas, as I mentioned earlier with that Mercury aspect. These could be from this life or past lives. The trine makes them easier to heal. Now, the Chiron Juno trine lasts for 10 weeks, but for one month from December 24th of last year through January 26th, it's augmented by the Uranus Juno quincunx that's exact today on January 8th. Finally got to that. Uranus is at seven Taurus, Juno's at seven Sagittarius. Juno continues to represent committed partnership. The quincunx suggests a certain awkwardness with adjustment required. Uranus can send down intuitive hits like lightning strikes. He can also zap you with shocks and surprises and help things happen really fast. This increases the odds of challenging catalyst within a committed partnership, but this can be exactly the stimulus that's needed for the relationship's greatest breakthroughs. I mean, even as I record this on Saturday morning, last night, I got a what seemed like a small trigger from Makisla and boy, did I had some big heavy stuff come up to be cleared and it was really intense and quite a slog, but I got through it and feel as always more bright, clear and awake after I clear a piece of shadow work. Yay. Getting back to this forecast though, the chances of such a quantum leap are greatest. If you use a world-class technique for relationship healing, such as nonviolent communication, I'll link to that in the show notes. This aspect could also support new breakthroughs in a formal mentoring relationship or in any situation where wisdom is being shared. Also here on Friday, January 8th, we have Mercury square Mars, Mercury at one Aquarius and Mars at one Taurus. This just fires up the whole Mercury uh, vibe. Um, so Mars being passion and intense, strong energy, any learning or communication is fired up by the square. Now, by this point, Mercury has moved into Aquarius, and thus we might have a lot of energy to think in an original way, communicate uh, outside the box thoughts, um, any kind of you know, innovative or intuitively inspired mental activity would be strongly hit up and inspired by a Mercury-Mars square. Thing to watch out for with any Mercury-Mars square is um, using words as weapons. You don't want to be excessively violent or abusive with your language or allow others to do that to you, but it can happen a little more frequently with Mercury square bars. So just watch out for that low side and put your attention on all that high side I talked about first. Let's go on to Saturday, January 9th. Relationships, creativity, and finances can flow more easily as Venus trines Mars. Venus, one Capricorn, Mars, one Taurus. 
With Venus in Capricorn, a practical, systematic approach in these areas could give you maximum benefit. Mars placement in Taurus can give you enhanced endurance. Creatively, it can also help you stick with your artistic projects all the way to completion. With your lover, it invites you to slow down and spend more foreplay time on non-erogenous zones before moving on to the more obvious pleasures. Also here on Saturday, January 9th, a bonus aspect, Mercury again, this time conjunct Saturn, both planets at three Aquarius. Mercury-Saturn conjunct is really good for just good discipline, being able to focus into learning or communicating, communicating really practical things. Um, you With both of them in Aquarius, though, um, when I put Aquarius and Saturn energy together, I like to say lead with the intuitive hits, lead with being innovative and cutting edge, and let Saturn organize and give you a nice sort of framework to communicate or learn. So those are some ways you might think about using Mercury conjunct Saturn. So that's the week's forecast, but I also want to share with you that my dear friend BJ Harden is offering a very special opportunity that I'm excited to share with you. The deep dive course she's offering could help you transcend confusion and suffering, see the grand illusion for what it is, and make consistent contact with a loving presence within. BJ has been my close friend for many years. We've co-created many transformational spaces and experiences together, including her recent highly praised guest presentation for my Awakening Plus membership. I can vouch 100% for her rock-solid integrity and for the extraordinary divine consciousness she embodies. If you're looking at the video, just look into those eyes. Wow. BJ's personality and style of working are much more understated and gentle than mine, but she holds space impeccably and works big magic with her subtle ways. I invite you to check out BJ's offering, which is based on the work of Byron Katie. If you feel called to work with her, she could be carrying just the medicine you need. Click the link in the show notes for more on this life-transforming opportunity. On another subject... Everyone is welcome to participate in many Awakening Plus Zoom calls for free. These events support your individual healing and awakening, as well as global spiritual awakening. Some events are for Awakening Plus members only, but we'd love to have you join our supportive online community. Dip your toe in the water with our 30 days for $1 risk-free trial membership. Here are upcoming events all at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on various days. Every week on Thursdays, we do New Earth Support Team. These are free public events. Again, Thursdays, 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. In this popular weekly event, we first create our sacred container and invoke embodied awakening. Then we team up, flowing energy to support the more awakened New Earth currently blossoming. Our intention is always the same, but the divine keeps it fresh by providing endless variations on this amazing experience. We've been doing this for months. Every week, it's never the same twice. Thankfully, one thing does remain consistent, the profound spiritual upgrades and profound bliss we always receive. Expected duration, the guided meditation lasts about an hour, followed by optional feedback, Q&A, and conversation. We also have another free public event on Tuesday, January 5th. This is group healing, immunity boosting, and awakening. That's this Tuesday. Enhanced immunity is good to have, especially during this pandemic, which just seems to be getting worse. So we call it in from our divine allies, along with embodied awakening and personal healing. Expected duration, 60 to 90 minutes. Uh, we now have two times each month, members-only community support calls. That'll be on Wednesday, January 6th and the 20th. 
community can be crucially important on the spiritual path. This is especially true now when so many of us are physically isolated. You may not be part of a spiritual support group where members gather in the same physical space. And even if you are, do you feel fully aligned with that group's energy? Awakening Plus members experience the joy of creating and deepening connection with each other online. We support each other in large and small groups from the comfort of our homes with no risk of catching the coronavirus. To encourage uninhibited sharing and respect confidentiality, community support calls are not recorded, so I hope you can join us live. The last about 90 minutes, by the way, all other Awakening Plus events, with very few exceptions, are recorded, and they're put into the archive for the members to enjoy anytime they like. Another really cool members-only event coming up, the Shamanic Awakening Ceremony on Tuesday, January 12th. This intense experience combines the healing power of shamanism with my complete invocation cycle for embodied awakening. We begin by invoking safe, sacred space supported by many powerful divine beings of love and light. And then we do a series of invocations to help each person move into embodied awakening. In this state, you'll experience the integration of your light body and physical body. This creates union with your higher self, a profoundly peaceful state, free of thought and troubling emotions. I've been a professional shamanic healer since 2012. During the healing section, the absolute centerpiece of this event, I ratchet up the energy to high intensity. I typically use voice, rattles, and drum to help you clear your heavy energies. You can heal old wounds and traumas during this part of the ceremony. This experience can be challenging, but our divine allies will make sure you do not get overwhelmed. After the healing section, exquisite celestial energy pours in from above, and then I may use angelic chimes or other high vibration instruments. This will help you move into your deepest possible awakened state, at least that you can access at this point in your life. That'll last about two hours. In brief, during the rest of the month, we have a free public event called Karmic Eddies, Personal Vibrational Healing. That's with Elizabeth E. Meacham, PhD. And that will be on Tuesday, January 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern. She's our guest presenter. Another members-only event after that. It's called Individual Healings That Also Bless the Senders. That's on Tuesday, January 26th. And again, I'll have more on that later in the month as we get closer to those events. Awakening Plus features now at least 10 live streaming events each month. Many live events are open to everyone for free. Members receive these exclusive benefits, at least 10 live Zoom calls to choose from each month. About half of them are members only. An archive of now 290 life-transforming events, enlightening course content, including the complete 16-part invocation masterclass, two community connection calls per month. You can get an accountability partner. We've got a private forum. So much cool stuff to offer you at such a low price. You can learn more or start your 30 days for $1 risk-free trial membership at awakeningplus.com. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during the pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn more about all this and more at astroshaman.com. 
see the show notes, go to astroshaman.com slash 567. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I'd love to connect with you. And by the way, I do have on astroshaman.com a contact page, and you can always reach me through there as well. We are wrapping up. Please do leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others who also love astrology and spirituality can find it. Thank you again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way. <laughs>